Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. Welcome to Daily Walk. It is October 1. Pinch punch. Haha, ha. Fit, I gotcha. I'm Becky Delavera. I'm the queen you did not of get, Pinch Punch. You did well, I did because I just said it. No. I'm not going to jump across the table and actually pinch you. you it doesn't so count. Just, and well, it doesn't I count. I think it does. But anyway, let's move on. Did I say my name? I'm Becky Delavera. Yeah, yes, did. I did. did. Did you say your name? I don't Jay think so. Jay Delavera. Okay, you've done your job now. You can. Yeah, I'll pray. Mm, yeah. All right. Do. All right. Heavenly Father, uh, thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you for a fresh uh, month. Um, and we ask, Lord, for a blessing on this month ahead. It's uh, for all that it is. Uh, we ask, Lord, for today for the text. Um, beautiful passage, uh, middle of a complex series in 9, 10, 11 in Romans. And uh, we ask God for uh, some understanding inside this and application as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Monday means the New Living Translation. We are reading Romans 10. And, you know, it says 1 through 21, but I think really this is just the entire chapter of Romans 10, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so just to clarify that, it is chapter 10, the whole thing. Dear brothers and sisters, the longing of my heart and my prayer to God is for the people of Israel to be saved. I know what enthusiasm they have for God, but it is misdirected zeal, for they don't understand God's way of making people right with himself. Refusing to accept God's way, they cling to their own way of getting right with God by trying to keep the law. For Christ has already accomplished the purpose for which the law was given. As a result, all who believe in him are made right with God. Subtitle, Salvation is for Everyone. For Moses writes that the law's way of making a person right with God requires obedience to all of its commands. But faith's way of getting right with God says, Don't say in your heart, Who will go up to heaven to bring Christ down to earth? And don't say, Who will go down to the place of the dead to bring Christ back to life again? In fact, it says, The message is very close at hand. It is on your lips and in your heart. And that message is the very message about faith that we preach. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God, and it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. As the scriptures tell us, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scriptures say, How beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news. But not everyone welcomes the good news, for Isaiah the prophet said, Lord, who has believed our message? So faith comes from hearing, that is, hearing the good news about Christ. But I ask, have the people of Israel actually heard the message? Yes, they have. The message has gone through the earth, and the words to all the world. But I ask, did the people of Israel really understand? Yes, they did, for even in the time of Moses, God said, I will rouse your jealousy through people who are not even a nation. I will provoke your anger through the foolish Gentiles. And later Isaiah spoke boldly for God, saying, I was found by people who were not looking for me. I showed myself to those who were not asking for me. But regarding Israel, God said, All day long I opened my arms to them, 
but they were disobedient and rebellious. Hmm. All right. All right. Uh, here are the, uh, the question, questions, actually, for today. October 1. Uh, when was the last time you took time to spend quality time allowing the wonder of Christ to fill your mind? And can you book time to do so again soon? Uh, I like that. I think that actually makes a huge difference to the way that we feel about God and the way that we respond to God if it, is if we actually spend any quality time with God allowing, and I love the way that uh, Jennifer phrases that, allowing the wonder of Christ uh, to fill our mind. Because if we don't do that, if we don't actually spend any time allowing God to kind of like infuse in our mind uh, at all, it, it doesn't actually transform our vocabulary. It's like when you read a really great book and your imagination is kind of like infused and you're kind of inspired and you see stuff. Uh, I think it's the same with God. I think that uh, you put God into your mind. You so when was the last time you did that? Well, I try to do it every day in some kind of shape or form. Uh, sometimes with reading the Word of God, sometimes in prayer, and sometimes uh, listening to music. It depends. I think the only time, I mean, that I mostly do it is when I run in the mornings. Yeah. Because um, otherwise, yeah, I don't tend to pause that much throughout the day. I mean, sometimes something will happen that makes me that I do have an experience of the yeah. wonder of God, yeah. definitely. But that'll be more, it's not that I'm intentionally doing it, it just happens. And in some ways, I like that better. I like the kind of thing that just sneaks up and surprises you. See, I think there can be disappointment in intentionality sometimes, that if you're looking for something, it's hard to find it. Yeah. So I, I obviously have a lot of friends who are pastors um who who study the word of god a lot and uh, are constantly preparing you know messages sermons bible studies and so on and uh and some of them have said to me oh you know i, I study the bible you know i'm constantly preparing a message but but i don't study the bible for myself mm. and uh and that's uh candidly that's kind of creepy um and i say it's creepy because uh, i don't understand what the difference really is right ah. in, in the sense of that um I am kind of like when I'm studying the Bible, I'm reading it, you know, I'm reading on Romans 10 or 11 or 12, like I've been reading up on Romans 11 as I'm getting ready to write uh, the daily walk and stuff. And I'm enjoying all of that as well. So I, while I also study other things as well that are not related to uh, uh, something that I'm going to be producing for others as well, I don't feel the need necessarily to like say this is my personal devotional that I'm doing right here. Everything for me is always is a about personal devotional. is always well, connected yeah, to I God. Mean, a lot so of I don't things like, can have a multiple purpose. Yeah, I think too. Uh, yeah. But just be, I mean, I feel the same way if I'm reading something for a class assignment or if I'm preparing for something I'm teaching. Does that mean I don't get anything out of it yeah. personally? That it has to be just something I'm doing for me alone. That's what I find weird about the whole idea of kind of me time. And a lot of these things that, uh, that people yeah, talk yeah. about is, it's like, I don't know, it's not, those are not always the most enriching experiences or ones that you set aside deliberately to, you know, do something nice for myself. Sometimes yeah. it's nice to do something for somebody else and there's a knock on effect. It was the, uh, it was a late it. Uh, Ron Surridge, the late Ron Surridge, who, he was a professor of mine when I was a student at Newball College. And he taught us, uh, I think it was like my homiletics 101. And he said that, uh, you know, you guys are really young and, and so you think you're sharp and you've got memories that will go on forever. And he said, write down everything. And, mm. uh, and I was like, uh, I don't need to I write anything that. down. <laughs> and uh, he, was, he was really insistent on 
writing everything down. He said, write down stories of what's going on in your life. Write down moments where you, you're hearing the voice of God. Write down things that you just, something happened today because it will connect. And I didn't understand at the time what he was saying, but now I get it all the time. Mm. That, you, you know, things take place in your life and you're like, oh, that's wonderful because when you connect that with Christ, um, it fills your life again with that. But I think I understand what Jennifer is saying here is that booking time, uh, you, you do have to be intentional about saying, I want to fill my life. Uh, I want to fill my mind with God. Uh, I want to actually have God speak into my life. And I think that's important. And so, Yeah, because I think it connects to her question yesterday about rushing ahead with zeal in your yeah. day without godly knowledge that... You know, if you don't ever make it an intentional thing to spend time with God or to learn more about him, it's pretty easy to let the tyranny of the urgent kind of yeah. take over, that there are always a million other things yeah, I love, you I love, can be thinking about. I love what Paul says here. The word is near you, uh, in your mouth and in your heart. And, and then, I mean, verses 9 and 10 kind of summarize what salvation is all about, where it says, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And I think one and, sad thing about yeah. today's world is that people don't spend a lot of time in silence at all. There's always something to distract you. Like we're always listening to something or doing something. But I think that there can also be a benefit to that, that one thing I've noticed is a lot of people do listen to, say, religious podcasts. Mm -hmm. So that can mm -hmm. be a way of, you know, while you're driving to work or doing mm -hmm. whatever you are getting. Um, so I think technology, everybody bemoans it all the time. And I think there are things worth bemoaning but there are also benefits to it and i think it ends up depending on how you use it that nothing necessarily has to be purely an evil force yeah you know, i think so be, too it can so be a benefit i think it's worthwhile looking into this uh and i'm going to encourage everybody when was the last time you took time to spend quality time quality time that's what she's asking and allowing the wonder of christ i really love that phrase to fill your mind and can you book time to do so again soon um I think you I think you need to think about that. Uh, schedule some time, look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.